0: So, welcome back to another Change Your Game with GTD podcast. My name is Robert Peek. Uh, this series is really designed to help you get some tips, best practices, perspective on the Getting Things Done methodology, and in doing so, to help you get a little more done with a little less stress, some more focus, clarity, peace of mind as you remain productive. I'm here with with Todd Brown. Hello, everybody. Hi, Todd. And we were just. Chatting before we kind of went on on air, as it were, about um, about the summer and the fact that it it is summer, although it's looking rather gloomy out there today. <laughs> but um, just and, and some of the kind of rhythms and and ways in which um, transitioning out of let's say an academic year into the rhythms of summer, some of the things you might want to do um, to make the best use of that sort of that sort of transition time. And Todd, you'd written a nice a nice. Um, article about some of the different, different things you can do. Do you want to kick off with any kind of particular favorite practice or behavior you have that that helps you glide into summer a little more gracefully?
1: Sure, sure. Happy to. I And, and Robert, I, I just wanted to come back on what you're saying about, uh, you know, the fact that it's gloomy outside. We do live in Britain, I just wanted to remind you. And, uh, you know, summer is a relative term here, I suppose. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's really interesting for me, you know, the, the I always really look forward to, um, to summer, not just because generally speaking, I've got some holiday booked and, and I get to engage in some other activities that, it, that, you know, use very, very different parts of my brain. And I, and I do love that, but it also is a time when, uh, because the rhythm of life uh, seems to be a little bit slower, it creates more space. And more, more, more free time. You know, more white space in the calendar, if you will. And and with that in mind, I think it 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 gives us the freedom to, uh, well, in, in a sense, to do what we like with that with that white space, of course. And and uh, quite frankly, I do choose quite often, uh, you know, in, in that white space to go for walks, go for a run, do things that have very little to do with with being productive in the classical sense. But it also means that I've got more time for uh for higher level thinking uh which generates uh the two things that we try to generate in gtd you know better control uh sense of control and and, and more perspective um it's funny i was saying to you before we came on air i was <clears throat> this last week i was um, on a very long train journey i was in germany and trent uh making my way from one city to another and that meant about a four and a half hour uh train journey and it's really interesting uh how you know that amount of time focused, and as it happens, the uh, the Wi-Fi on the train wasn't working. So, so it really was four hours of disconnected time, and the, I, I just view that as such a huge gift. You know, it it, it allows you to, um, you know, be, because there are no new arrivals in the terms of in terms of external things that are generated. Uh, you know, you may have some new arrivals in the sense of things that your your brain is coming up with, uh, but but the world, as it were, isn't providing you with any new inputs. And so, what that means is that you can do the uh, the thinking, the clarifying, the the organizing of uh, you know of all of those open loops that you might have uh, that you might have gathered and are in various places. So it, it felt for me really like a great chance to do. Uh, in essence, a very, very long and thorough uh, weekly review. And so, again, I think that's one of the nice things about this time of year is that we end up, uh, most of us anyway, uh, end up with having uh, ha- having more time to do that kind of that kind of thinking. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as as I hear you talking, it kind of it kind of occurs to me that
0: for some people, summer is a little bit like a giant weekend, right? You know, it's kind of that that, <laughs> uh, that analogous kind of experience, but on a different timescale. So. Just as we teach people, and people typically opt at kind of the end of a week to do, you know, a thorough review of their systems to purge out all the stuff that's that's been completed and to get it shored up and in shape, um, so that they can kind of you know walk away from that at the end of a week and have a have a weekend that's truly a weekend, which in itself is is productive, right? I mean, a productive weekend may involve. I didn't think about work once. That may be the definition of productivity for a good a good weekend. Likewise, with the kind of summer period and things winding down a little more for some people, and for some people a lot more with summer holidays and things like that coming up. This idea of a kind of deep deep clean weekly review, you know, the kind of the one where you really you really get out the the carpet shampoo, you know, <laughs> and really get in there, um, and and purge out purge stuff out that's really no longer relevant, renegotiate stuff along the someday maybe boundary and and um really get real with that i think can be a great first step for for heading into the summer and then of course the the thing is if you do have more of a, a blank space period of time you know uh, what, how, how do you how do you navigate that i mean one way as you said is you just go with the flow which is great and sometimes that's it's definitely the best choice is to just relax. You know, have <laughs> a productive weekend, maybe again one that that you don't think about work within, and, and same for summer. Um, but if you do want to sort of make maybe make progress on some of those things that are, um, you know, in, in kind of covey terms, we call them quadrant two, those sort of important things, but they haven't been in your face That's the way that a lot of things have been throughout the throughout the uh, kind of academic term year. Um, what 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 are some things that you do to help you, kind of create focus in times that are maybe a little more relaxed or there's more open space? What's what are what are your strategies, Tom?
1: I, I think well, there are a number of things. You know, as you're um, it, w- one of the things I think is it, there is a kind of a sequence as I think about it, and and I haven't really reflected on this a lot. It just it's just occurred to me as a, as a bit of an aha moment that the that the thing that I'm focused on first when I have these times of of you know lower lower input or lower volume of of, of work, the thing I'm fo- focused on first is just getting to the point where I feel like I'm really in control, right? So that's that's primarily about, you know, is my head clear? Have I have I have I done a really good um, you know very thorough mind sweep? Have I clarified and organized that stuff so that I've got really good reminders about it in my system? Um, you know it's it's mostly the the kind of five phases work that that I focus on first. Um, you know is my is my system is my system up to date? you know, have I got any waiting for reminders in there that are that are not helpful anymore? Um, I focus on control first but but a very natural outcome of getting to the point where I do feel like I'm in better control is that it my brain very naturally then starts to make its way up to the higher thinking right so my brain in essence uh, says great i understand now that you've got you know the tactical stuff under control i'm going to let go of that and now what i'm going to do is do a little bit of thinking about the bigger picture mm-hmm. you know, project level longer term level roles in my life how are you know the various roles that i've got how's all that going you know, whether it's, you know, whether it's as the managing partner of Next Action Associates or whether it's as a bass player, you know, what's my, what are my, uh, uh, how are my roles going and do I think everything that needs to be done in those areas is being done? So, so uh, again, it's a, it's a, it, it comes out very naturally of the, of the sequence that I seem to engage in, you know, perspective very naturally follows control. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: for me, one of the things I, think of when you're I hear you talk about that is just how much kind of power the GTD methodology helps us generate through closing open loops, you know, what we call open loops, those those commitments that are, you know, in in motion. So it, it makes a lot of sense to me that, you know, some amount of my energy is invested in those various things that I'm doing, that I'm perpetuating, that I'm keeping moving forward. And I can't really You know, it's almost like my brain won't totally let me take that energy, pull it out and reallocate it into what's next and what's new until I really acknowledge, okay, I'm done with that, that project's complete, that's over, that's finished. So it makes a lot of sense to me that, um, you know, when you really get in there and get control of what's going on and really uh, mark off the stuff that's done, put things to bed and so forth that it naturally carries into perspective on what's next. And what do you want to be doing? Where where do you want to be going now? You know, and for me, one of the things I think in, in the bigger picture that I'm always kind of thinking of or always kind of looking at when I have these times to reflect, when I have these quieter periods to, to think about this is, I get, maybe it's a function of having been in the, the startup world for a while, but I'm always thinking about scalability, right? Like, and in particular, with things that I've initiated, things that I've brought into motion, you know, do I have the right processes and procedures in place for this? Do I have the right kind of standards in place so that I can hand some of this over? How can I make sure that I'm not being a bottleneck to whatever this thing is that I'm working on being the best it can be out in the world? So I've kind of, I've got a a double mind one of, you know, what am I committed to and not committed to? And also what can I kind of step away from and let, you know let other people do and deal with and take on and hand over so looking at what i'm committed to and also what i could give to others or what i could let go of entirely to create space has been you know really feels more like in that kind of rhythm you know once this sort of once you're into summer you can kind of look back and say okay well how do we do with that what worked what didn't um, and are there any projects or actions to initiate when you're sort of debriefing, right? I think a lot of people don't do what I would call the, the debriefing behavior. It's like as soon as a thing is done, as soon as you tick it off a list, you're racing into the next thing. And I think in this kind of transition period, it can be really useful to, to sort of debrief, to sort of look back, to make sure things are uh, sustainable and scalable for you.
1: So, mm-hmm yeah as you're, as you're talking about it what what's occurring to me is that it I think it really is in those moments where where the world isn't coming at us so fast that we're better able to make those decisions. I'm reflecting in particular on what you're saying about um you know letting go of things, deciding that somebody else would be better to do something you know but quite often when when world that the world feels like a bit of a scramble and things are just coming at us. So fast that we feel like you know we are losing a sense of control. It's in those moments where uh, my experience, I'm focused on, okay, how am I going to get this done, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas to your point, the right answer might be, well, actually, no. The right the right answer is you don't do this. You know, this is, this is delegated. This is given to somebody else. This is, you know, you 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 create um, you create opportunities maybe for other people to get it done. But this isn't this isn't about you. And again, I find. I find it's when, um, when I've got that, some time for that higher thinking and I've set myself up so that I can do that higher thinking that those, those decisions tend to, come, tend to come more easily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Another thing that occurs to me as we're talking about it, and, and this is just, uh, it, it, it relates to a blog that I wrote earlier in the year, but, but it, feels, it feels kind of relevant here. I, I just wonder if you know, people who are listening to this blog and, and frankly to our blogs in general, when when we talk about what we recommend and we talk about you know our own systems and the tools we use and the ways that we interact with it and and you know the the benefits that it brings you know they the one of the things that i have in the back of my mind about it is that somebody who's not all that familiar with us or with GTD might be saying to themselves boy, these guys are really into lists and boy, they're really well organized. And, boy, they're, you know, probably the last people I'd want to invite to a party. But man, oh, man, sounds like they really have, you know, they really they probably have checklists to, you know, to 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 uh, rule their lives. And, and the point I want to make is, um, you know, everything I think that we're talking about here uh, and and frankly, everything that that we encourage people to do isn't about the structure. You know, we're coming into this the summer. We're not recommending that you spend time, you know, honing your system because because we think uh, honing your system per se is fun or that structure is a good thing. It's it's a chance for you to be really kind to, uh, to your future self, as I'm really fond of saying, right? So that to the extent that you engage in the kind of cleanup and the kind of higher thinking that we're talking about, uh, now when you've got the time and the pressures may be off a little bit what that means is that is that the you know the you in september whatever you looks like in september uh, is going to be able to better you know better deal with the world in um in both productive and stress-free ways so again it's not we're not recommending these these things because we, you know, uh, because we're particularly neat freaks. I mean, you just spend a little bit of time in, in my house, and you'll realize that that, that uh, this is not a household full of neat, neat freaks. But what we are trying to do is, um, you know, is is encourage you to engage in these behaviors because it means, at the end of the day, um, you know, you will be more able to engage appropriately with your world, get the right things done, get them in, get them done in. in uh, uh, more effective and efficient ways, and then turn your attention to something that's uh, you know that might be more uh, enjoyable or or something that in- involves you know your friends, your family, whatever, uh, and and forget about the uh, you know the, the the productive world at
0: work. Absolutely, you know the the quote I love is "an inherently creative person" is the, the Gustave Flaubert quote. Uh, be be steady and well-ordered in your life so you can be fierce and original in your work. And I think, um, I think it's not an absolute either. I think that I love the idea that getting a little more steady, a little more well-ordered, a little more shored up and ready for what's next may actually be the precipitating factor in a more creatively fierce and original life or creative output or what have you. I mean, you, you know the last thing you want in your on your mind when you're going to improvise a jazz bass line is 200 emails and and I know the last thing I I want when I show up to a blank piece of paper to write a poem is you know a overflowing inbox so I I, I love that idea that that by investing now in a quieter period in I don't know shoring up your reference filing uh, really getting your calendar management under control, uh, picking an optimal tool. You know, we talked about tools in a previous episode and which how to find the kind of right fit for you that that just making even a small investment and being a little more in control on top of things together, ready to go um, will free up, you know, creative energy and insight and, um, you know, good, better intuition, better, you know, thinking, um, for the months ahead and and, and I, I i love the idea too that it's not an absolute again that you that even a little bit of investment will give a big payoff when mm-hmm. when the muse comes knocking or when you know whatever it is for you that's that's fun and creative and enjoyable which can include just hello being present with your family this summer that would be a that would be a fantastic um you know project to take on called what are all the things that distract me from being totally present with the family hmm. this summer. And what, what do I need to do to make to just get that off my mind, get that under control with with the goal of really going for it and really having a great a great summer with with the fam
1: i love it that you um that you brought up the flaubert quote and, and i believe that it, you know no self-respecting podcast should go by without at least one quote from flaubert of course but uh, I, I try it's either him or voltaire or rambo or something <laughs> so i try to keep try to that in there just uh, you know <laughs> but you know the, interestingly i've heard uh that that was one of frank zappa's favorite quotes uh, which I think is quite interesting. You know, if you've heard any, absolutely. Uh, um, and actually, I'm going to be this weekend, completely by coincidence, uh, listening to Frank Zappa's son play his catalog, play Frank Zappa's catalog, mm-hmm. um, which I'm tremendously looking forward to. Uh, you know, some of the most intricate. Uh, he, he, you know, he did everything from symphonic to pop stuff to rock to, I mean, you name it, uh, and incredibly intricate stuff. And you know, you you certainly wouldn't look at his work and and get the sense that it was that it came out of someone who had a life which was um, you know the the life of a neat freak. But it sounds like it, he you know he really liked that idea that let let me get let me get the logistics of my life, the things I need to have under control under control, and that's going to free me up to be, be this incredibly creative you know creative person.
0: I love, I love the idea that he would have liked this podcast. You know, where that that he has you know amazing A through Z reference filing. <laughs> hey,
1: why don't we, um, you know, just as a um, as a as an uh, an, an end uh, an end session here? Why don't, why don't we just come up with maybe a few uh, top tips for the summer? What do you think? So very yeah. practically, sure. what would you recommend people do just so they can take this away into their summer and. uh, and maybe give them some inspiration for some things to put on a, on a, you know, by the end of August checklist, as it were. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing I love is the what I call the house mind
0: sweep, which is where you basically take a big old pad of paper, grab your partner or don't, go around the house, look at all, you know, look at all the stuff where you go, oh, yeah, we really audio, we really shoot, someday we need to use your house as a trigger list, write all that stuff down throw it in an inbox, and then just, you know, as and when, work your way through it, deciding what's actionable, what's someday maybe, what's next year's project, what's what, so your house can become a a little bit more of a quiet sanctuary. So it's not every time you walk by that leaky tap or squeaky door or whatever it is, that there's a little tiny piece of niggling guilt. But instead, you go, yeah, I got that. I got that captured. I know where that is. I I know what I need to do about that. So that's one is I, I love the I love the house mind sweep because I love having a, what I call a psychologically quiet environment in which to work and inhabit. What What's one of yours, Tom?
1: I love that. I think that's great. Yeah, I think the the one that's coming to mind for me at the moment is, um, uh, you know, take take some time to, to uh, really face those things you've been procrastinating about. Mm. Right? So do yourself a dedicated, I've been procrastinating about mind sweep, If you like, <laughs> if you don't feel like you have those things in your system uh, captured somewhere, and then uh, and you know, and then go through the, uh, the the fundamental thinking about them, right? So, what's my next action? What's my outcome? And again, with the pressure off, you might be surprised at how many of those things that you've been procrastinating about you really start to get underway. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those things that are feeling really overwhelming and like you know, like they just. Uh, like they really do have control of you. Another tip for those of you who haven't run across it is one of the uh, one of the unsung uh, heroes in terms of the, the the models that are introduced in the methodology, uh, the natural planning model. So, so if it feels like it's really big and scary, and uh, or, or big and exciting, but but quite overwhelming, uh, then you can uh, then you might want to have a look at the natural planning model. For those of you who have a copy of of getting things done of David Allen's book, that's chapter three. Uh, it introduces that, and that can help you to get to, uh, get some real clarity about that project and also uh, help you to, to understand how you're gonna move forward on it. Great, great, yeah. I mean, another thing that I think fits with summer is doing a,
0: a more of a longer range kind of calendar review. I think one of the, one of the few places where people look into the long term is when they're actually looking at things like holiday time and, and, and anniversaries and those kinds of things it can be really useful to just you know if you're doing a weekly review and you're only looking a week or two ahead if you have the time and if you have the opportunity look deeper look further in you know have a look at some of those longer term things that are coming your way and what you might want to do now to get to get optimally sort of positioned and ready for those things it can be you know it's never it's never too soon to just create a a checklist called you know cool cool gifts that I might want to get people for Christmas you know or whatever it is so having a bit of a kind of taking a deeper dive with the calendar can really can really help a lot of people too
1: yep yeah I, I think another one is worth mentioning again you know just thinking about the fact that summer is a time for for playing right if we do it right we get a chance to just play a bit and so you know, go play with some tools, you know, yeah. the app store, find the latest, coolest, talk to your friends. What are they using? You know, see if there's an app out there that uh, that would make a difference in your system. It doesn't have to be a huge strategic difference in your system. It could be something as simple as um, you know, something as simple as uh, you know, as, as a new app for capturing that allows you to easily and quickly capture things. Um, but, but again, I think you, uh, I think this is not a bad time to be doing that, you know, the, again if the pressure's off and you have a little bit of time to to explore, follow your hunches, do a bit of an extended browse or or have coffee with some some friends or some colleagues and find out what what tools they're using. Yeah. You might find that you're adding to your, you know, you're adding to your work tool belt in a way which is which is really helpful. Absolutely. Yeah, and then just in general in the spirit of trying new things, you know, have a look at those someday maybe lists.
0: I I joke now, you know, I could I could retire right now and just live off my Sunday maybe list, you know, <laughs> very easily. There's probably about three lifetimes worth of ideas in my current Sunday maybe list, you know, which means I probably do a little bit of a purge, a little bit of a get real moment about <laughs> what's possible in one li- remaining life. But if you are keeping that list, have a, have a look at it, you know. It's it's a wonderful thing when you're afforded some some quieter time to, to have a look at that stuff and maybe – Maybe take on something new and exciting, just altogether for the sake of it. You know, that's not that what summer's all about? Great stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. This was really fun, as always. Hopefully, those of you out there listening got some some value, some tips, some ideas. or Just a reminder that if you did hear anything you liked, uh, that you want to act on, make it a next action. Make it a project. Put it into your system. You're a million times more likely to get going with it if you um, if you get it out of your head and, and out of your eardrums having listened to us and into into your GTD system to make it happen. So here's hoping this was helpful and that this will lead you on the way toward um, having just a terrific summer. And a reminder too that if you do have any thoughts, questions, ideas, things you'd love for us to address, we'd love to hear them. So you can just email info at next-action.eu. And uh, we're happy to pick those up too. So till next time from me, from Todd. We'll we'll see you in podcast land and on the blogs.